Hello readers and listeners. So I have been writing a series of articles for American Greatness and uh, this is the second article that I've written for them. It's a sh I call it an article, not an essay, because it's much shorter than my ordinary uh, essays that I write for Substack. Anyway, I've recorded it here, or I am recording it here for you now. This article is called Know Your Enemy. Every hell starts with a promise of heaven. AI-led totalitarianism will be no different. Freedom will become obedience to the state. That's Dr. Simon McCarthy Jones. In The Lost Interview, Steve Jobs gives insight into the motivations of the elite who seek to hack into our bodies and steal our minds. If you set a vector off into space and you change its direction just a little bit at the beginning, the difference is dramatic when it gets a few miles out in space. If we can nudge it to the right direction, it will be a much better thing. The interviewer, Robert X. Kringley, then asks a deeply probing question. How do you know the right direction? Jobs replies, Picasso had a saying, Good artists copy, great artists steal. We have always been shameless about stealing great ideas. There are many artists Jobs could have chosen to quote. He could have quoted Brene Magritte. Art evokes the mystery without which the world would not exist. But viewing the world as a marvelous mystery would not have brought Jobs or any of his fellow billionaires the wealth and power they craved. These elite firmly believe they are so smart, so wise, so all-important that they have the right, indeed the obligation, for the good of the planet to exploit everything and everyone right down to the last pound of flesh and even our most private thoughts. The problem is, the elite still die, as Steve Jobs so painfully reminded them. No amount of riches or power can save any of us from the reaper's call. Or maybe it can. That's why billionaire Steve Bezos is, has invested in anti-aging startups like Altos Labs, wooing scientists with million-dollar salaries to pursue research on how cells age and how to reverse that process. Elon Musk's Neuralink is intent on drilling holes into our skulls to implant microchips melding us with AI. If it will help a blind man to see, that's miraculous. If it will manipulate our minds, that's nightmarish. What happened to the mystery? What happened to the soul? Gone. Everything must be reduced to knowable matter. Scientists tell us that the universe is made up of normal matter, dark energy, and dark matter. Normal matter is the atoms that make up all cosmic objects in the universe, yet it accounts for the smallest portion of the cosmos. They say that 70% of the universe is made up of dark energy, yet dark energy has never been observed or measured. The rest has been labeled dark matter, or the missing mass that holds all the matter, galaxies, and stars in place through its gravitational force. What does all of this actually mean? The mystery remains, even as some arrogantly claim they are figuring it out. The European Organization for Nuclear Research, or CERN, in Switzerland is devoted to finding the answers to these most basic questions. It was here in 1990 that Tim Bernay-Lee worked on the next computer, N-E-X-T, computer created by Steve Jobs, completed the earliest version of what he called the World Wide Web, the precursor to what we have today. At CERN, 
They would help to solve the most basic questions that plague us. What is the universe made of? What is life? In order to do this, a machine called the Large Hadron Collider was built to search for a subatomic particle called the Higgs boson or the God particle. In layman's terms, different subatomic particles are responsible for giving matter different properties. One of the most mysterious and important properties is mass. Some particles, like protons and neutrons, have mass. Others, like photons, do not. The Higgs boson, or God particle, is believed to be the particle that gives mass to matter. In 2013, scientists claim to have found a God particle. We are reaching into the fabric of the universe at a level we have never done before, said CERN spokesman Joe Incandela. Maybe we see nothing extraordinary, or maybe we open up a whole new realm of discovery. Considering this discovery was supposed to answer those most basic questions, it still sounds like a mystery to me. Why is it so important that we be reduced down to matter? Because if human life is no different from, say, the lives of monkeys, a creature scientists incidentally love to experiment on, then Dr. Yuval Harari, an advisor to the World Economic Forum, can get away with saying things like, we are hackable animals. COVID-19 created the perfect excuse for the elite to implant this idea of being hacked into our minds. The populace, terrorized by ever-increasing waves of menticide in the form of plagues, climate change, famine, and war, is, <clears throat> is being conditioned to go along with being hacked, sacrificing themselves and their children in the millions for an experimental quote-unquote vaccine. In an interview for the Epoch Times program Crossroads, Gary Milievsky, a founding official of the Department of Homeland Security and the publisher of Cyber Defense Magazine, explained how the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines use gene modification and how the modified genes can potentially be owned. According to Milievsky, if you are injected with mRNA, that newly formed DNA could make you patent eligible. This is being denied as disinformation. But even in mainstream media, you can find articles such as this one headlined, Yes, some COVID vaccines are used genetic engineering. Get over it. The door to ownership of our genes was opened back in June 2013 when the Supreme Court published their ruling in an important lawsuit case, unanimously finding that seed DNA or synthetic DNA molecules that contain only the exons of a gene do involve an inventive step and thus remain patent eligible. If a gene is altered inside your body, then that gene can be owned by someone outside of you, someone like Bill Gates, who along with a few others invested $120 million into CRISPR gene editing in 2011. The consequences of that should be considered. What would Steve Jobs have thought of Nokia CEO Pekka Lundmark's prediction at last month's World Economic Forum Davos gathering that cell phones will soon be built directly into our bodies? He would have loved it. You can be sure Apple will be at the forefront of this hackable technology, the ultimate steel. Harari warns us that science is changing evolution by natural selection for evolution by intelligent design not the intelligent design of some god above the clouds, but our intelligent design. Who does he mean by our intelligent design? Not yours or mine. He means, of course, the elites. In this brave new world order, we must be willing to give up our free will, 
even our most secret thoughts for the sake of the utopia they wish to create. It will be a utopia not for the expendable masses, but for themselves. Dr. Simon McCarthy Jones, Associate Professor in Clinical Psychology and Neuropsychology at Trinity College Dublin, writes, AI will know us better than we know ourselves. A government armed with AI could claim to know what its people truly want and what will really make them happy. Imagine our current government, or any government, having that kind of power. In The Art of War, Sun Tzu advises, If you know the enemy and know yourself, you need not fear the result of a hundred battles. If you know yourself but not the enemy, for every victory gained you will also suffer a defeat. If you know neither the enemy nor yourself, you will succumb in every battle. We must understand what we are up against, an immoral, greedy, and selfish elite who promise to keep us safe and healthy as they steal away our bodies, minds, and souls. We must never forget who we are, human beings fearfully and wonderfully made by intelligent design, and no amount of hacking can improve on that. Know your enemy and yourself. The end. Thank you for listening. Please share and comment.